Welcome to Shooting the Shit. The podcast bringing bathroom banter from our home to yours. Sit back and relax on your porcelain throne. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Shooting the Shit. Today, I have a very special guest, someone who some would consider my womb mate. Or is, wombat. Or wombat, yes, <laughs> thanks to my uh, my great spelling skills. Uh, we all knew I was I was a better reader and writer, right, Mara? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was putting the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the slower reading group, but that's okay. I think that slow reading still gets the job done. Um, but yeah, today with me, I have my lovely twin sister, fraternal twin, for those who wonder, who always seems to be a question I feel like we get asked whenever yep. I like whenever I introduce you or say that I have a, a twin at all. People are like, are you, are you identical? It's just because I want to see two of you. Two of me? Yes. I don't think that's <laughs> true. I think they want to see two of you. Um but yeah, I have my lovely fraternal twin sister, Mara, here with me. And again, her name is pronounced Mara. Um, some people call her Mara. Uh, she'll she'll be okay with it, but her I name- answer to anything, actually. <laughs> anything? Anything. Yeah. Uh, we have some fun <laughs> nicknames for her. Um, but yeah, I have her here with me. She actually just moved in with me here in St. Louis. Uh, she started graduate school. Um, so we're both doing the uh, sort of adulting thing, moving towards careers, I guess, and not just jobs. Um, and yeah, so I have her here with me now trapped in my household or our, our household. Um, so I thought it would be really fun to get her on and talk to people about um, what it's like being a twin, growing up as a twin, um, and kind of how we're trying or attempting to tackle adulthood as a not matching pair. What do you mean attempting? We're doing a pretty good job right now, but I'm just saying it's still (laughs) an attempt because we don't know what the results are. Um, So yeah. Um, So because this podcast is called shooting the shit and uh, it's all about uh, bathroom banter or things that you would expect in the bathroom um, where we are all our most true selves, I have a few bathroom-related questions for Mara. So, are you ready? I think so. Okay. Uh, so, number one, what term do you use for the bathroom? Do you use bathroom, potty, toilet? Porcelain throne, actually. Porcelain throne, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a it's bougie... Fit for, it's fit for a queen. Fish for queen. <laughs> we have a bougie, uh, bougie low queen with us. Okay. Um, and then... What is your favorite or best bathroom experience you have ever had? <laughs> uh, it can be at a bar. It can be at a pub. It can be in a sorority house because I know you shared a bathroom with a bunch of girls, which probably wasn't that fun. But. No, it wasn't. <laughs> huh. Anything ever happened that was like really funny or fun as you entered the porcelain throne? Or any beautiful bathrooms you've seen that, like, are your favorite? I feel like we've been to a few cool bathrooms. You know what? I love those bathrooms. 
that when you're walking, you're walking towards the bathroom. I forgot what restaurant it was in, but it had a an arrow on the floor or two arrows on the floor that were shining down from the from a light in the ceiling. Oh, okay. And it pointed it was saying like men on the left, yeah, female on the right. And then but it was like switched. It, it like uh, made you really think before you had to go to the bathroom. Oh, like they wanted you to walk in on somebody. Kind it of was thing. so bizarre. They probably were trying to match make. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe I probably should have listened. You pro- probably should have entered that bathroom. Um, and then, uh, uh, guys, so you know, single oh yeah, and ready to mingle. Mara's Mara's single and uh, ready for some Midwest boys. If there are any oh, yeah, available, I hear, I hear they're nice. Yes, very nice, very Sweet wholesome. Me off my feet. Hold the door for me. Maybe, We're all good. Maybe like no fish picks for me. That doesn't really do it for me when the profiles. Oh, I love fish picks. You do? Yeah. I, it's just, mm, I feel like something else would be better. Like you with a dog. I prefer. Both. What about a dog and a fish? Land and sea, a little surf and turf. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Next bathroom question. Um, What is the worst bathroom you've ever been in? Slash maybe the worst experience you've ever had in a bathroom. Porter potties all the time. All the time. They smell. You can't flush anything. It's just like a compost station just sitting right under you. Compost isn't bad though. No, but I mean, it it smells in there. Well, they don't. I don't think porta potties actually compost. To be honest, I think they just like not being literal. No, no, no. I think they actually like collect (laughs) your your feces and like dump it somewhere else. Like there's nothing like oh, there's a natural happening there. (laughs) There's a. Literal things is dump trucks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just feces. Ew. Ew. Do you like airplane bathrooms? No. I kind of do sometimes. Mm-hmm. They give me like a weird rush. I also don't like getting up on airplanes. True. Do you feel like everyone can like smell you when you no, walk by? No, that's not what I was thinking. Uh, what were you thinking? It's like, more of like a people? vestibular thing. You know, when you're like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but when I'm trying to go down the aisles, I feel like my butt's always like hitting people. Also, and like they ever- can like I'm like I don't fart, but like I'm worried. <laughs> like, I hold it, I hold it, but I'm, I am worried. I'm never worried about that. I'm always because I feel like I've done I'm done my business when I'm walking back from the bathroom. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I'm gonna like la- I feel like if we get hit turbulence, I'm gonna like land on someone, and it's not gonna be like a meet cute. Like they're gonna like please get off of me. Also, have you ever noticed, like, whenever you're on an airplane or in a movie theater, your seats are a lot closer than you thought they were? Yeah. Or a lot further. You're just, you're, it's a very, uh, it's a different mindset. When yeah. You're walking from the bathroom to the bathroom. Yeah. And then you get back in your seat and, like, I agreed to sit here. I paid a ticket for this. <laughs> Especially now with, like, COVID and everything. You're like, stay the fuck away from me. Like, seriously, like, do not, do not touch me with a 10 foot pole. And it is weird being on an airplane when, no matter what you do, even if those middle seats are empty, it's definitely less than six feet. You have to admit. It's probably less than six feet, but at least you get some leg room. You do get some leg room and an extra spot yeah. for your your bag. <laughs> Doesn't have to go up. No. Yeah. You share it with the person next to you. That's what I do. Mm-mm. No? One time I put a pie down there. It was important to me. Um, and cinnamon buns for mom and dad. Oh, that sounds so good yeah. right now. <laughs> And then last bathroom-related questions. Before we get into the the nitty-gritty, juicy twin stuff, um, what is the best bathroom compliment you've ever received? So I'm really – I'm me personally, I think I'm known for my pants. You are. You do I wear good pants. I have very fun pants. And so whenever – I'm not, not a whenever. pants person. I'm a dress person. Yeah. That's why we wear a good pair. Yeah. 
We compliment. <laughs> <laughs> we don't copy. We compliment. Yeah. Um, I think, I think. So I think there was one time I was walking into the bathroom. Oh, it was, it was New Year's Eve mm-hmm. in Atlanta at the Brave Stadium. Oh, the yeah. Battery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were at PBR. Hmm. So they have the whole, uh, the bull riding. The yeah. The bull riding. But I was Good wearing, thing you wore pants. Well, I didn't actually ride the bull. Don't worry. Oh. Well, I don't need mm. to make a fool out of myself. There's a place here in St. Louis we could go to when things get better. Okay. Kids. There is a PBR here. Yes. There's also an... It's not the P, mm, there's a PBR, and then there's also another place where you can ride a bull. Mm-hmm. But it's also in Ballpark Village. I need to wear, like, leggings or something. Yeah. Ready to go. <laughs> um, And we, I went... It, I, I think I was wearing... I call them my party pants. They're like turquoise, purple, and black, and they're like, (laughs) I know, they're sparkly, and I was wearing a black top, and I went into the bathroom. Everyone, all these girls get so much nicer when they're drunk in the bathroom. Well, they're honest. They're very honest. There's this weird, there's this idea that, like, we can't be, like, I don't know, like, truthful and, like, vulnerable with each other, whether a guy or girl, but I think especially... Girls, because we're already seen as being more like emotional or whatever, but then when you drink, it makes it all better. I know you get that liquid courage. Yeah. Um. And I was actually standing next to a sink full of puke <laughs> and waiting for the bathroom, and this girl comes out of the stall to let me go into her stall. Oh my god! I love your pants. I'm like, oh well, thank you so much. Uh, I'm drunk at this point, so yeah. I'm just trying to act normal. Meanwhile, it smells in there. Everyone's doing their makeup and their hair again. People bring, like, you know, those the cordless mini hair straighteners? Nuh-uh. Yeah. People bring those? Yeah, they fit in clutches. To the club? Or bar? Yeah. Never seen that. Yep, people do. I'm too lazy. Um, So, now we are going to jump into our twin-related questions. Are you excited, Mara? Very. Very okay. So let's begin. How do you feel that being a twin has impacted how independent you are as a person? Or I guess your journey to independence? Well, I'm still not independent. So <laughs> none of us are independent because we're younger than 26. So we are still in our parents' health insurance. Yeah. Um, being a twin, I feel like people have these misconceptions that twins always are doing the same thing mm-hmm. at the same time, have the same ideas, have the same moral, like, I mean, obviously morals are good, but yeah. No, mo- <laughs> no, no, but a different moral compass. Yes. Like, I think everybody just has different values. Yes. Yeah. And different and career okay. paths and all this stuff. Um, I feel like being a twin honestly makes it harder and you have to prove it mm-hmm. that you want to be independent and that you can be. Because everyone thinks, okay, well, you have someone to always lean on and someone always to rely on. Yeah. Which is, I mean. In the hard times. It's like not the- false. I, don't, I do have someone to lean on. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think just it it almost m- makes you try to be more independent. A lot earlier, I feel like. Like yeah. trying to, like you're, you're proving your worth. Yes. As, you're, you're proving your independence. Yeah. As a singular human being, mm-hmm. which is. It's hard. It's hard. No, and it's definitely, I think, more frustrating than 
than I think what other people have to experience, but it's like something that I think forces you to grow. Um, it's not like I would say like, I wish it on anybody. Like I don't, it's not like something that's like amazing. Like it's definitely <gasps> stressful. I think it's great. Times. Well, it's great. it's great. Well, no, being a twin. Yes. But yes. I think having to fight so much to prove, to prove that you are your own individual person. Um, whether that be to like, strangers or like family i think that's something that's always really hard but like rewarding when you when you get that Mm -hmm. agreed yeah so speaking of misconceptions what are actually some misconceptions you think people have about twins or specifically about us as a set of twins oh as us um either or you can do a general you can do you could try a little mix moment um (laughs) misconceptions i think well it's I stayed them earlier, but <laughs> um, just having everything has to be the same, apparently, in other people's eyes. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. And uh, you know what? We're proving them wrong. <laughs> but um, I, I'm we're clearly very different. Yes. In a lot of different ways. <laughs> very. Very. Like our <laughs> hair colors are not the same. <laughs> yeah. And that's just physical. No. Yeah. That's just, yeah. That's just on appearance level. Um, but yeah, no, we definitely like just, if you remember in high school or even like middle school, like just the, what subjects we kind of gravitated towards were very different. You were much more artistically inclined. I feel like, like you were a very good drawer and then you also did, um, oh my God, you did cheerleading. Yeah. So you were like much more, I don't know, like performance, like in front of people and like also more athletic. And what were you? But I was not athletic. <laughs> she was in show choir, everyone. You were athletic though. It was different. Yes. You're definitely more of an athlete than I was always. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the QB of the family. You're the QB of the family. You have much more coordination than the rest of us. Um, I like to think so. But I mean, where, where there's differences, there's also similarities. So like me being a cheerleader – it was the performance aspect, but you also doing show choir. Yeah. You also like that performance aspect. Yeah, you can find that that connection, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, which is nice. Also, being in a group of people, you don't really – I mean, standing out is great in some, some yeah. ways. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Being part of a group. Being part of a group. <laughs> being part of a group is great. We both did, like, group activities. I feel like that's something that's very similar. We never wanted to be – I never wanted to be in a solo. Yeah, same. I never wanted to be in the spotlight. Um, it made me very uncomfortable. I like to – Support the performance in whatever way I can from the background. <laughs> Which I guess also ties into our independence. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, I think also there's like, yeah, so people I think think that you're the same about everything. And then I also think people think that we like know everything about each other, which I definitely think there is a level of unique connection when you are it's one thing to be raised in the same family with a sibling, mm-hmm. but it's another to have one that's the same age as you who is experiencing things obviously through their own lens, like but like at the you. Same time. But at the same time, so like we saw the same things happen. Obviously, we interpreted them differently probably over time, but that is unique, I think, in one way. Um, and I think that's also something that I think people, I don't know, like people misinterpret that sometimes and think that we would remember things the same. Uh, Oh yeah. Oh, speaking. Jane has like, I have a very good memory short term. So if someone says their name, I know exactly. I know their name. I also used to do this thing. Especially when you're like out of the bar. You're like, (laughs) right. Yeah. I got you. But 
um, I I also remember like I'm so weird. I know phone numbers really well. I also you do know, know phone numbers really well. You know like numbers really well. She Mara is very good at math and oh. you, mm, better than me. I think I like it more. You yeah, you enjoy it more. So she's willing to challenge. I herself. like knowing that there's one answer. I don't like it that much. Um, but yeah, besides the point, Mara's very good with numbers. But it's I mean I also like when I was in high school I used to know what car everyone drove that was weird seeing it once it was bizarre and working in a in a physical therapy clinic i knew every patient's name and they were always so surprised and they were like oh did you did you just read my name i said oh i remember your name and they're like oh my god you only met me once i'm like i'm really good at knowing faces yeah faces and names and like any connection to i think people like in that like well and then jane has the best memory at Remembering things when we were young, she's like, "Oh yeah, don't you remember when we were five years old and this happened?" I'm like, "I have no clue. I think I blacked it out. I have no clue. Maybe for good reason. <laughs> Sometimes I, I don't know. Yeah, like pe- like mom and dad always say things about, oh yeah, don't you remember our? I think the only thing I remember about <laughs> our old house was the green marble on the floor Fuck and yeah. the black and white <laughs> checkered floor in the art room, and that is legitimately it." Do you not remember the um, the food processor? No, that broke. No, I li- I don't remember <laughs> any any of that. Or the upstairs living room. Do you remember that? Where you used to watch movies? It was the couch up against the windows. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. I remember that. Do you remember? We see Peter Pan. Is it Peter Pan peanut butter. No idea. Is that the peanut butter. That's the peanut butter. The peanut butter that was like recalled ten times. Yeah, but it was <laughs> the one with the chocolate. It was like mixed in. Mm, so fucking good. I don't remember that. <laughs> Do you remember the candy store though, Fuzzy Wakes? Somewhat. Somewhat. But not I, – I, I not play like along. Me. I'm like – I play along. I love candy, and I was uh, very into that store. And do you remember the bubbles that uh, – Oh, dad used to – incentivize. He would incentivize. He would like, <laughs> you had a good hey, school. You had some good behavior. started us young. started us very young with uh, the whole reward system. Good. We, we Now we, we know it now. We love our gold stars. We yes, really we do. do. You and I especially, I think. I think – I, think, I love tell- people telling me that I did a good job. Yeah. I think Rachel... I need the positive so feedback. Maybe? Yeah. I don't think she needed it as much. We, like, really wanted it. I wanted it. Yeah. I wanted it real bad. Um, any other misconceptions or no? I'm trying to think. Mm. That we can read each other's minds? That's not really oh, yeah. true. No, it's not true. I think it's just when you... I think we're very emotionally aware of each other. Mm-hmm. So for and I think that comes with just like growing up with somebody that like again like you said like same age same household like yeah it's it's kind of a natural occurrence yeah um and I think also as like people that are raised by we we're mostly a girl household um I think we were always taught that like emotions are important to look out for mm-hmm. in whatever we do we're um, very emotionally aware yeah and like to check in on people so I think that's something that. We can definitely read each other without speaking to each other, but it's not like I can, like, tell what you're thinking when I'm at school and you're here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd have to be in the room with you. Oh, yeah. And see you. I'll have to see your face. Yeah. I remember. Oh you can God. you can read a face. Remember? I don't know if you. When we were younger, Jane used to cry in the car. And I remember looking at you and I would start crying. Yeah. And I don't. Like, I was like. No, it's like the whole, I like, wasn't it's, sad, it's, but I think I was sad for, for you. For me, yeah. I was a very sensitive child, yes. in case anybody was wondering. Um, but you would cry about things, and I'd literally, it, nothing would, it had, nothing would be wrong. Yeah. Well, with not, you, at least. Right. Yeah. It, didn't, it didn't have anything to do with me. 
And I remember just you were crying and then I would just start crying. I'm like, yeah. what is going um, on? Yeah. It's wild. Mirror neurons, dude. Mm-hmm. It's mirror neurons. Monkeys have them too. It's crazy. Well, so do twins, I guess. <laughs> and I guess siblings, maybe. Um, yeah, no, I was a very sensitive child. Do you remember that? Remember when I used to cry when someone would accuse me of farting? <laughs> I remember when I. Rachel one time did. And I like burst into tears because I was oh. like, I didn't fart. It wasn't me. Do you remember when I used to, I think I said a bad word one time. You probably And did. I think I locked you in the bathroom. You did lock <laughs> Yes. Mm. We were like pretty brutal with each other, honestly. Oh, yeah. No, we Growing were. Growing up in a household we would of all girls, get into fights like, and we'd all get into fights. Like, actual physical fights. Yes. As well as emotional and mental. Yes. Later. But the, <laughs> but the physical ones, I would win. Always. <laughs> oh, you. No, no, no. There was no chance I would win the physical fights. And I don't know why I thought I had any chance. Like, <laughs> I would end up on the couch just, like, kicking and, like, begging for mercy. Um, and I knew it was my fault. Like, I had started it for some reason. And I was like, please don't do this. But, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Remember the wrestling matches? Yeah. Yeah, those used to be nice. You would end up with bruises. I would end up with bruises. And mom would say, where did you get those? And I would say, I ran into a wall. (laughs) And she would believe me because I was that clumsy, actually. Yeah. As a, and and you, bru- you bruise like a peach. I do bruise like a peach. It's the iron deficiency. Thank that. <laughs> um, <laughs> what would you say um, is the most frustrating part being a twin? You could say being a twin in general, you think? or And then also maybe being a twin with me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's that frustrating. Yeah. I think people think it's frustrating. From the outside, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, you don't have an identity. And, like, they're trying to, like, label that. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, living in it, I don't think it's been that bad. I don't think it's frustrating at all. Yeah. I think you just have someone that, I mean, you're blood-related. It's pretty cool. Right. And I don't know. To ride or die, truly. Like, truly. <laughs> we came out together. We're going to go. We're, gonna go. <laughs> We're going back into the ground together. That's the only way out of here. Um yeah, no, I think I agree. I think the most frustrating part probably would be, I think, just other people's perceptions of what what we are as a pair and also what we are as individuals. Um, yeah, I think that would probably be the most most frustrating part is just the – I don't think now that's an issue, but I think the comparisons. Mm-hmm. I think compar- – uh, That was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> comparisons are like a natural part of life, you know, mm-hmm. like – we obviously differentiate between things. When we, they're so blunt and in your face. Yeah. And they school. think, it, yeah, nice school. But people would like come up to us and say things like, oh, is she the prettier twin? Or, oh, is she the smarter twin? Or, oh, is she like the, like, what? I and I think like, yeah, when you do, I mean, more popular twin. Yeah. But when it's physical appearance based on mental intelligence, they're both like people always think, okay, well, the physical one is going to be the more hurtful one, and it, it can be. Yeah, but, I mean, from both sides. That's but what's if, so frustrating. I think. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm being nice. Like, oh, I'm telling them they're the prettier one, and you're like, well, you just told me I'm the fucking dumb one. Like, thank right. you. Like, and by telling me that, you said the other one's the smart one, but it's so coded it's like, in that, like, oh, yeah. like they're trying to like pit you against each other. It's really mm-hmm. weird how people do that and. I think it's because, like, of, of social groups in high school. Oh, yeah. And, like, them trying to 
decide that I think they realized that we were different from each mm-hmm. other. Like like a normal set of twins is. Like we're not the same. We're not gonna pretend to be the same. And they decided, like, okay, well, if we can compare them, then we can decide which one we want. Or like Yeah. For different things. At least. But I think also like I mean, it doesn't happen often now but people need to realize that twins are never going to be the same even if they are identical yeah something in them is going to be different so no matter what so it's like whether you're apparently the prettier one or the smarter one it's not the smarter one it's just oh you're smart yeah oh you're pretty it like it doesn't really matter you don't need to compare because you are different people yeah, that's 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 the most frustrating. I just don't think that there's anything frustrating within. Yeah, no, within the within the set, it's pretty cool. Um, I think something that's actually really nice about being in a set is that we do come to each other with very like different worldviews and viewpoints and opinions. Mm-hmm. But because we understand that there are similarities that we're comfortable with, just in the fact that like we're like you could even say baseline like we're from the same family. Like, that's it. Like, we can find that common ground at least a little bit. I think that's what's really nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, next question, actually, now that you're my new roommate, (laughs) um, how did the transition from being with me all the time up until we were a lovely 18 years old um, affect you in – your transition to like being alone in college. Cause I always wonder that because like you obviously geographically stayed close to where that history was, but I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? (laughs) Well, I think in the way of like transitioning from being with you to being Mm -hmm. alone. Yeah. Quote unquote. Yeah. (laughs) I, I don't think it really changed me that much. Yeah. Because we are so different. So it's, we are. Yeah. I didn't feel like you had to kind of reinvent yourself or anything. No. And you, and obviously, you know, you're going to see each other every holiday or every, At least. right. Ugh. I mean, pre-COVID, but pre-COVID. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also think staying in Maryland mm-hmm. actually helped in yeah. a weird way, in the weirdest it way. It helped in the, yeah. Because yes, everything was changing, but I was still say, staying in the environment that I was familiar with. So you had that kind and of I did, to pull on. I yeah. had some of the same people around me, but yeah, some friendships and stuff and relationships. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, also having like I think my the friends that I still talk to now, like obviously I have friends from elementary school that I still yeah. talk to. Yeah. All the way back. <laughs> but that are from Maryland. But mm-hmm. I would say the newest ones are the ones from Maryland that I had never actually met until that you, college. That, yeah that you had made so once we had kind of been able to both it's not really like I stayed in that friendship bubble yeah that we had created as like a pair yeah yeah so I think it was I was able to step out of my box a little bit I also think being in a sorority helps helped yeah I, I can see that yeah. being around you I mean you're around other women right so you're around other friends and women of different opinions and yeah. all that. So you're pretty much around sisters. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're in a kind of dysfunctional family of sisters sorts. always. Yeah. Yeah. No. And how do you feel, I guess, cause I know for me, like moving, I felt like, it's not like I, I changed, but I feel like it was more like I came into myself. Like I'm more like I, 
I always had those things about me in high school. I feel like like certain personality traits or dressing styles or interest. You can show them. Yeah, you can actually like not expose. I guess expose who like how you really were. Yeah, because there are these preconceived norms. norms. It's the status quo that you have to live up to. Especially if you want to remain in a friend group. Because I feel like in the high school, especially, like, friend groups are so volatile. Like, they can change at a drop of a hat. Like, you look at somebody the wrong way. And they're like, you're not a part of our group anymore. And you're like, what did I do? Like, you looked at this girl's crush's boyfriend. And you're like, what? Like, I'm so tired. Like, I just want to. I just, the complication, I think, of high school, like, kind of got to me a little bit. And I definitely was somebody who I think decided that the best way to survive it was to just like fly under the radar Mm -hmm. was just like pretend that I was nobody, which is honestly kind of fun sometimes because then people didn't know what you were up to, (laughs) but other times not as fun because you were left out of things (laughs) and not invited to things. But yeah. Hmm. There's birthday parties I wasn't invited to. Like in middle school, no. Do you remember? The, there's like once in middle school that you were just invited to, and I wasn't. Like even though I thought I was friends with the person, I wasn't. I think that's also like kind of like warped my way of. I think it took me a long time to understand like what makes a friend, like a true friend. Oh yeah. Well, I remember. I was in a band. <gasps> no. I played the flute. I Beautifully. Okay. My, oh, you are. I was on the trombone. You're way better. Um, <laughs> I played the flute. I was last chair, but I think it was only because I had to take attendance. I was very good at taking attendance. You were. I knew everyone's names. I didn't even have to call them out. You just would look around the room. Yeah. Like, I would know who's there. Xavier's and, not here. <laughs> I don't know anyone. <laughs> I don't know. I know one person named Xavier, I think. Um, I just remember when we were trying to pick out and invite people to our bat mitzvah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was like, oh, I'm going to invite the entire band class. Because I didn't want people to show up to class on Monday wearing sweatpants. And they were like, oh, why aren't we invited? And then my mom was like, are these all your friends? I'm like, I think so. <laughs> no, but I think that's something that... I don't know if you ever thought about it, but it's something that I've always thought about as a twin. And we're talking, this is like the first time we're talking about this, probably. Okay. Um, but did you find it hard to like, like, I obviously we have like very, very, very old friends that I feel like we don't really, you don't have to like question that relationship at all. Like, mm-hmm. like you have Shira um, is one of them. And like you have Allie and like, you don't have to, and Ashley, like you don't have to question those relationships as much but like definitely I feel like in college and in high school like there's people I look back on and I'm like were they did they like me like at all like were they friends with me did they talk like were they just tolerating me because I was like related to you and you were friends with them or like did I benefit them in some way you know like more of like a conditional friendship where like I don't know if well you remember this I don't know uh when I copied like a whole textbook for a boy I liked. Yeah. Yeah. But now that we've matured, we've realized and we can, we have the mindset of, okay, well, I don't need to speak to people who don't have time for me. I think, yeah, I think that I think took we've me. matured enough. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think that's a question I have for like other people who grew up as like 
singular siblings where I feel like Rachel didn't struggle with that as much of like, no, it's like she was like, this is my best friend. Mm-hmm. And I was always very scared to say someone was my best friend because I didn't know if they actually wanted to be my best friend. But in college, it got a lot better. Well, I mean, because you're, again, emotional awareness and your, I guess, friendship awareness. Really yeah, matters. I guess we were, I feel like we were always emotionally aware, but I feel like we, we were more emotionally aware of each other. Yes. We didn't like mm-hmm. look out to other people no. that much. We were like, you're good. I'm good. Let's go. Right. Like, that was all that mattered. Um, which can be fun. Mm-hmm. Also can be me. <laughs> yeah. But I think we've very much matured in our ways of saying, okay, well, if like, even like with boys, if you don't yeah. give me the time of day, then good luck. Yeah. I'm going to keep moving. Keep, yeah. I'll keep moving. We're good. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so interesting because, like, ghosting used to hurt. Like, Oh, brutally. now I'm like, sorry for you. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think a big thing is, like, knowing your worth. And I think, in a weird way, being a twin almost, like, allowed us to, we kind of are, like, each other's little, like, hype men. Like, we get to, mm-hmm. we get to, especially right now, too, because we get to live together. You know, with our poetry and everything. Our poetry. <laughs> I mean, you you wrote me a, like oh, <laughs> like Shakespearean poetry. It wasn't for, Shakespearean. It was pretty good for my birthday, our birthday. Yeah, and then and I birthday. thought I had to compete. Oh my god, no! But all I but did. That's the thing though about twins is like, there's this weird thing that like we don't feel like ourselves. Like I don't think you felt like you had to like. Oh, I know I was not good at poetry, so I wrote. No, but, like, compete to me. Yeah. But it's, like, this weird thing of, like, performing for other people in a way. Oh, it's, yeah. like, we kind of feel like little circus animals. It's, like, oh, if Jane does that, I have to I am not. Yeah. Yeah. I do like writing poetry. I like I, writing. I'm, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I think I'm, it's cool. I know, cool but when you wrote yeah. me that, like, Shakespearean oh, thing God. for our birthday. Yeah. I was like, I was mom like, and dad text you? Were they, like, you need to figure this out? No. But, but I was, like, good. well, they I, can't, I can't just say. Happy birthday. Well, you could have. I wouldn't have cared. I know, but other people would have. Yeah. We care a lot about what other people think. But I don't think there's anything. I think it holds I don't think there's anything wrong. Yeah. I don't think there's anything entirely wrong with that. I think when you take it too far, it can be really unhealthy. But I do think that there is, I think understanding that you work in a world where other people are like interconnected to you Mm -hmm. um, is important. Yes. I think to have a good life. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Um, ooh, speaking of, uh, we spoke of a lot of dissimilarities, but, uh, what are some similarities that you think we have or have had that maybe we lost? Maybe, I mean, it's, I don't think it's anything physical. That's totally fine. No, no, no. We don't need anything physical. I mean, we, we both, there are some pictures where we look like we have the same face. Yeah. Um, We were like a little low. No, there was a picture at Thanksgiving about three or four years ago. Where we, we went through a exactly phase. Yeah, we went through a phase. It's kind of creepy. I actually think we look more alike now than we do when we were younger. We I look completely think- different when we were younger. We did. I think also, like, the height difference really affected that, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was a late height bloomer. Height difference. I was a late bloomer. I look like I, I was... You were an NBA... <laughs> like an NBA... NBA star. WNBA star. WNBA, yes. Yes. <laughs> I was a uh, low post. And what was I? Nothing. <laughs> Probably point guard. Point guard. I was a, a little. I was a little nymph, or on the fairy. bench. I don't know. Um, Dad would always call me very impish. I was like a little imp. <laughs> I was a little nymph. Little nymph like. 
little fairy. <laughs> I was very small. And then you caught up. Yeah. Um, so other similarities? Rapidly. <laughs> I mean, I think we have the same, the same taste in food. Definitely. I think we both just like, we just like food. Yeah. Like any food. Like, it's not like we just say we like food. Like, we will eat anything Speaking you give us. food and liking food. Let's talk about Rogue 24. No. So, Jane picked this restaurant. Was it 17 or 18? Was it her 17th birthday? Uh-uh. 16th. Because you wanted that party, and I didn't want the party, remember? Oh, yeah. So, Jane. I don't like parties. Um, or I, I, I like planning them. I don't we like. Know. <laughs> I really do. Uh, I don't like attending them and being the center of the party of the theme. Remember, mm-hmm. I disappeared at our bat mitzvah for like a little bit. I'm telling you, I don't remember our bat mitzvah. Oh, I was gone for like two hours. My mom got pissed. <laughs> um. So yeah, row twenty four, Mara, come for me 24. right now. Let's do it. So speaking of food, and uh, we like the same kind of food. We do. So, our 16th birthday, Jane picks this restaurant in... It was in D.C. It was in D.C. It was actually... It was an old horse stable, right? Or something? It was in a dark alley. It was an old horse stable area. I swear. Like, you would see, like, the exorcist ghost. Yeah. Like, it was, like, abandoned, abandoned. It was Like, nobody even wanted to, like... No one wanted to hang out there. Like, no one wanted to do anything I actually think it was a little too contemporary for the time it was it was now we see those restaurants and we're like it was it was too it was too soon yeah for them they Um, peaked too early so how many courses was it not 24 it it felt like 75 (laughs) i think it was like nine maybe seven or nine seven Seven, i think it was nine plus dessert so we did have they had gave us a few desserts yeah Yeah, and we only really went there because jane heard about how good their desserts were well, no, also, if you remember, I was into molecular gastronomy. Oh, yes. Jane had a molecular gastronomy kit that she bought. And that's, like, when you make those little balls of olive oil or, like, <laughs> what kind of foam? Like, sea urchin foam? Yeah. Like the, foam? So the whole idea of molecular gastronomy is to take the taste of different foods and kind of warp their texture and make them um, something that they're not, but still have that flavor. And... I was very excited to take everybody there. I had done a lot of research actually on this restaurant. I was very excited for, I thought mom and dad would love it too. I was was convinced. It was a good idea. It was in theory. Beautiful place. Like gorgeous restaurant when you walked in. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Very hip. Yes. Hip and modern. And out of those nine courses, I ate every single one. Did I like every single one? Hell no. I... (laughs) <laughs> it was funny because I vividly remember out of the entire nine courses, I vividly remember these like steamed boiled peanuts. Oh no, those are horrible. And a lot of people like boiled peanuts. Well, I understand if you're, that. If you're from the South, it's like a thing. It's a thing. Boiled peanuts are a thing. They were oddly, they were they, so, it was the weirdest texture. I they wasn't really fucked them up. I don't know what was I like, wasn't them. really in the mood for, peanuts boiled peanuts as part of my dinner mixed with we had like hamachi the fish oh yeah that was uh, that was pretty good that's pretty fun because it was like it was like sushi and then they had uni 
Remember we had the sea urchin too? We did. That's it. uni. That, oh, that is uni, yeah. Um, I remember we started off remember with Rick. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> it, it was uh, the dirt. Micro, but it wasn't dirt. Micro, it was micro veggies with dirt. But it wasn't actually dirt. They like made it out of something. I think it was, it was like, dirt. Tastes it like dirt. <laughs> no, but they said it was like bread that was like ground down. Probably was dirt because they were just too lazy to do it. But mm-hmm. do you remember mom's drink? Oh my god, it was yeah. like absinthe and something else, and she said it tastes like an electrical fire. fire. Yeah, well, because they um their whole thing there too was like they did these pairings, and mom's like, I'll do it because like she works in the hospital like hospitality, and so she's like, this will be fun, and. Literally every moment of it, she was like, "I want to, I want to scream." Also, they also had this. Um, it was like homemade grape soda. <gasps> yes, we and were chugging. We were chugging it, it and to get anything down. To get anything down. There's no free refills. So every this, time we're chugging this like drink dollar bottle or like cup of fucking soda, right? But every time it's like every wave of new meal of a new course and it was fast they were coming out with that shit fast yes. if you remember and they wouldn't leave the table until you like took a bite right and so you had to take a bite and like smile and dad remembers to this day that i literally took a bite the guy was asking me how or the chef was asking me how it was and i was taking a bite and i said it, i kept nodding he walked away and dad saw a tear drop <laughs> from my tear. eye one tear and this is what I wanted for my birthday. This is my... But where did we go after? Did we go to McDonald's? Yes, we did. Oh, my God. We did go to McDonald's. I remember that. We, we got, like, cheeseburgers. And yes. Oh, God. That was so fucking good. I we love McDonald's. So, we were so no shame. hungry. Oh, we, we were. Because the portions were so small, too. It was, like, this, like, tasting menu. Um, and let me tell you, when you're 16, you don't need a tasting menu. You need a uh, you need a full stomach menu. Yeah, you need you need a whole pie of pizza. Yes, kind of thing. You used to be able to do that. I think I still can. You still can. I think if we put you to the test, you could. Um, Maybe. <laughs> no. um, do you think that we've gained any new similarities as we've gotten older? Obviously, we said we like look a little more similar, but anything else? I'm trying to think. Eh, I mean, obviously, some views are different, but I think I think our ma- maturity of our views has kind of matched each other yes yeah we've definitely like developed yes yeah um okay last few questions this is fun speaking of like how people always have an opinion about twins like people that aren't twins have opinions about twins Mm -hmm. why do you think people are so like fascinated and intrigued by the concept of twins I think it's because people think they're getting a two for one. It's you the, think yes. I think people getting that cheeseburger deal at McDonald's, the the two cheeseburgers, the meal. Very nice. I don't I like it. Intrigued by twins. Yeah. I know what the Nazis were. Oh my god. What? I'm just saying they were. <laughs> Negative. It's not negative. It's a fact. They love those twin studies. Even yeah. now, like in psychology, well, I they think, love them. I think people are intrigued by them because by us, I guess. Not us them. personally, but yeah. twins in general. Yeah, no one's intrigued by us. <laughs> I wish they w- there are people out there. Hey, if hit you, me up. If you are intrigued by us, let us know. <laughs> yes. Again, two for one. 
Two fifty dollars um, <laughs> um, an hour. <laughs> I think it's because they have this preconceived thought that somewhere twins, deep in there, yeah, the twins are exactly the same. Yeah. So they want to see two people that are exactly the same. So when they don't see two people who are exactly the same, who like, are twins, it frustrates them. It, well, it, it and they try to find like these weird connections. It br- it like breaks their minds a little bit. It breaks the mold of yeah. Their idea, and I don't think I don't know if people like that, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not really that intrigued by twins. You're not. You're not intrigued by me. By you, yes. I oh, personally, yes. <laughs> but twins I'm in general, by you. I don't know. You know what I'm in twi- intrigued by? Quintuplets. Yo, that's wild. Anything though. more than two, I'm like, whoa. Well, I'm just intrigued by the mom that carried them. Like, God bless her. Like, how did like, you do? Like, holy shit. Um, you know, I think that people, for me at least, from what I've like learned, is I feel like people are intrigued by twins, like you said. Like, there's this idea of nature versus nurture, and like you've obviously probably studied some of that with your health background. Um, and it's just this idea that we're already we already have some natural potential tendencies towards each other and dependencies and dependencies and also in independencies yeah interdependencies um but i think that coupled with the fact that like we're being raised in the same household which again is nurture Mm -hmm. that really just like i don't know it like really gets to people like i remember i've read studies where they had twins that were adopted, but adopted by different families and like mm. not told that they were twins, which is like super fucked up. Oh, yeah. um, like super fucked up, but not ethical. Were there like lawsuits? There were lawsuits. There a ton. Um, there's a bunch, there was a couple adoption agencies that did that. But it's, yeah, it's like this. I, I think they realized that they could test that theory of, you like the wine, man? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> they figured out that they could test that theory of nature versus nurture potentially through twins. And then we kind of got like commodified to that. Mm-hmm. Like it became like this really weird and fucked up like research topic um, that I think we lost like as twins, they, they lost autonomy over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think there is actually a lot of autonomy in being a twin. Like you have like your own identity and then you have your identity as your as your pair, but you pick that. Like you develop that. No one else should. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then last question. We kind of talked about this a little bit with independent um independency and building that. Um, how do you feel that being a twin has impacted your journey into like adulthood? Um, and that can be like simple adulthood things like doctor's appointments or things like that versus like career path and everything how do you feel like it's impacted it in any way well it's funny because we were when we were younger i thought we were both going to be completely in the completely opposite fields what did you think i was going to be in you say that you weren't good at math but i think you were very like number savvy I liked it more, even though I was wrong. (laughs) That's better. But yeah, it's good to like it. But it's funny because I always thought that you were going to be in some sort of like hard science. Hard science. Well, I mean, and now that you've grown up, I've 
I thought before you did deaf education, I thought you were going to do more of like a subjective career path, like very, not very structured. Yeah. Like a freelancer. But not in a bad or way. Like, a, like something just free. Hmm. You were like more of a free, a free soul, free spirit. I thought Rachel was the free spirit. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's me. I win. <laughs> yeah, I always saw you. We were younger. I always saw you actually as doing art, um, to be entirely honest. I felt like you had a very, you were very relaxed when you were in that setting. I, I think I'm always relaxed. Always? Most of the time. You are more chill than I am. You got that from dad. Yeah. I, got I, don't, really, I don't really show when things bother me. Yeah. I'm very, like, even-keeled. Yeah. Yeah. I have a very emotive face, I've been told. Oh, I've – everyone tells me I I have a very readable face. Yeah. So, like, if I So, maybe that's a similarity. That is a similarity. No, Rachel, I remember one time, she said I had resting, confused face. That's what it was. Uh, Like, people just, like, come up – and it's not like I'm confused. It's, like, I'm concerned about other people, and, like, they come up and ask me questions. It's, like, very weird. Do you remember – did you stop Spanish? I don't know. Do you oh, ever have Jesus. Professor or uh, Miss Miss Kleiman? I did. She I will, I stopped day. my junior year because I had to take gym. Oh yeah, <laughs> I took basketball, guys. In case anybody was wondering, it was horrible. It went really badly for everybody involved. <laughs> it's all about it's all about experience. It's all about experience. I also got my wisdom teeth out that that uh we that did semester. We did thirty minutes apart. Thirty minutes apart. Um, I just remember being in Kleiman's class and she looked at me and I, and I'm not the type to even like speak out in class. Yeah. You were always a little more. Oh, I still am. Quiet I don't in like, class. Well, cause I don't like being wrong. I like small groups because mm-hmm. we can discuss. You can like bounce ideas. Yeah. And at least if I. Somebody thinks I'm right. Like, well, not even that. <laughs> if we bounce off ideas and let's say I'm wrong, at least. I didn't embarrass myself in front of like a huge class. Right. Yeah. But then I at least I have like if I'm expressing that to the entire class and it is wrong, you can be like, "Well, my group right, thought our group." Yeah. And I mean, really, I don't think anything nowadays is really like wrong. It's all about opinion. Yeah. And so, how you frame it, yeah. Um yeah, she said I had a very guilty face. And I don't yeah. and to this day, I look in the mirror and I'm like, "What does that mean? What does that mean that I'm guilty?" Yeah. I'm guilty. Guilty like, what? I don't think you have a guilty face. I have a readable face. You do have a readable face. People but so know. do I. Like, mom told me I had one. It's funny because I don't really show, like, when I'm anxious or when I'm stressed or anything. Like, that kind of thing where people should actually maybe, like, check in on you. But it's, like, when you're other things. <laughs> oh, if you – oh, I'm I'm known for if you mess with one of my friends and you're, like – if you are a guy messing with one of my friends – you know for a fact by looking at my face that I really don't like you right now. Yeah. And people are like, okay, well, uh, and I probably won't, exp- I mean, I'll express it in a, if necessary. Yeah. If necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my face is also very readable. It's very much centered around the fact of like, I will, I'm, I'm able to mask anything that I'm internally feeling for the most part of like about myself, but if it, I'm very reactive, um, like, if somebody is upset, I will be upset for them, or I will express that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think also another similarity, like you said, is we both, when our friends are involved, we don't mess with us. We will get involved. Um, And I'm not really, like, I will let, it's really weird. I will let someone literally stomp on me. Yeah. Which is like really not good. Um, But if someone like says anything, maybe like there's a tinge of sarcasm towards my friend. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, we're not doing this right now. You kind of get to project your anger on them. (laughs) Yeah. Or like your frustration on not being able to express how you feel about someone bashing you. Yeah. But you can finally do it on someone who's bashing a friend. Yeah. It was interesting. I always thought you'd, yeah, I always thought you'd do art. And then for a period of time, I thought you were going to be a doctor. I remember. Well, I remember I wanted to do uh, plastic surgery. <gasps> you were really into that. I was really into Discovery Health. We Man- watched way too much of that, Mara. I think I was worried. He talks about it still. Like, he was like, <laughs> no, we were like little Mara watching that. I think we up. were like six or seven watching plastic surgery before and, and after. And like body modification. Yeah, it was great. Like, it, honestly, like, it's funny now that he's like, Concerned about all this stuff. I was like, it's a little late, Bubba. Like, we, like, got exposure to all of this very young. Right. But I also, I mean, I, 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 at that age, I wanted to be a plastic surgeon for not the right reasons. Yeah. I just wanted, I remember I saw them driving. I was also obsessed with cars. Oh, you were. I really I never got into that. I loved it. I couldn't. I'm still, I still love, like. You like a nice car. Like a, well, no, I like all cars, but yeah. I think I'm still like into being able to tell what kind of cars somebody has. Or- well, that also like what cars belong to a brand. Um, we just got a text of our baby. Not actually our baby. We're too young to have babies. Slash, no one's actually too young to have babies, but... We're not in a situation in our lives where babies would be present that are our own. <laughs> Marriage is <laughs> take me off with a cane. Cut it um, off. Cut it off. Yeah, we just got a photo of our, our little doggy mini who is now 16. Yeah, she's about 16 and a half. She's about 16 and a half, yeah. Um, our, little, our little grandma. Sitting on the couch. Oh, she's so she is very cute. You can see the reflection of her cataracts right now in the, in the image. Shows wisdom. It does show wisdom. <laughs> I wonder what she knows. She knows too much. She's seen some things. I swear to God, she's seen ghosts. Yeah, I've asked her. But yeah, that's about it. From my else, end. you want to ask me? Ooh, I'm trying to think. Ooh, this is kind of fun, but okay. like very random. Well, not random. Don't grab, there. <laughs> don't grab you there. <laughs> We're roommates now. I can do anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, what do you think that you will have twins? Do I think? No. No, you don't. Why? Well, because it skips a generation. One. <laughs> Two. I want a girl so bad just to name her Charlotte. A singular girl. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I would want other kids, but I need one, at least a girl so I can name her Charlotte. I've always wanted to name my kid you know, Charlotte. One of my, one of my classmates' name was Charlotte. It's so beautiful. You've met her, I think. I have. Yeah. Um, but I think because I want that so badly, I'm gonna have like 85 boys. <laughs> I'm gonna have a whole football team. 
Oh, it'll be fun though. But not on purpose. No, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be all by accident. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I also don't think I'll have twins, but I would like to have them if uh-huh. if uh Mother Nature wants to wants to grant me them. Well, you're very nurturing. You're very motherly. I've been told that. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think also something I want to say. But you also show you so strength. show stress a little bit more. Yes. But you're motherly. I'm more of like okay, I'm not that motherly, but I don't show stress. So yeah. I'd probably have like I'd probably be the one with quintuplets. Yeah. And pretend everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the thing is like. Something that I think is really cool and I think that other people don't talk about a lot is being like maternal or motherly isn't like – I feel like it's used as a put down a lot um, or like it's seen as one sometimes where it's like, oh, well, you're like maternal so you can't do like these like hard jobs or things like that. And like, yes, I do get stressed. Um, but I think it's all about like figuring out like like when I was an EMT, like I figured out a way that I could help people and be that maternal figure, but also still have control, which really was a good balance for me. Um, I also like when people are like, oh, well, what is it like being a female in this field? I, if like girl, women can do anything a man can do. And I think pointing out that females are so different than men that it puts you at a disadvantage. I think that if you know that you have these strengths that and qualities, and yeah. qualities that males don't, you should be, you should think that you're at an advantage. Yeah. Being nurturing and having that emotional awareness innately should, is a strength. Is a strength. It's a, it's an advantage. It's a very, it's a very big strength. And not even just being a mother. It's like in no. any situation. Yeah. Like I don't see myself being a mother anytime in the near future just because, of my age combined with also like what I want to do with my career before I have kids. Um, I think it's, I think you can be maternal or nurturing in like so many different fields and they need that. Like every, that's the thing is like every field needs that. Every field needs leaders that can be authoritative, but also emotionally aware Strong, nurturing. Because if you don't have that emotional awareness, you're a dictator. Yeah. (laughs) Like in your field. Yes. You have no no quality to understand anyone else's emotions. Yeah. Which, how do you build a team like that? You can't. Yeah. No, you can't. You're at a huge... I mean, that in itself, you're at a disadvantage if you don't have that innate nurturing factor. Yeah. I think it's like this big thing of um, – I think one thing about being a twin that's been nice is like we very much remind each other, I think, of our strengths a lot. Um, I also think that we check each other when we're like, okay, well, okay, you're not being emotionally aware enough or like you're not being yeah nurturing enough. Like, okay, well, maybe they're going through something or maybe something's yeah, happening. Yeah, and I think that that's something that's really important because I think a lot of people – I think a lot of people honestly undersell themselves is something I've noticed. Like – People always want to give themselves that satisfactory and not excellent because they think that it's pushing too much, but always sell yourself to the top. Like we're all excellent. Right. In very different ways, of course, but you can be excellent and you deserve to feel that satisfaction of it. 
Right. Yeah. Never undersell yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's about all the questions I have. Do you have any before we head out for the eve into the great abyss of the evening? Into a bottle of wine? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do this weekend? Ooh, what do I want to do this weekend? Um, I'm babysitting. Um, oh, I know. I leave you at home alone. Um, I'm babysitting in the morning, but we could do something fun in the afternoon. Maybe a farmer's market. Oh, I'd be down for that. Or, yeah, that's all I can really think of right now. There might be other stuff going on this weekend. I don't really know. I know next weekend, Labor Day weekend, there's some fun stuff going on. So, Oh, wait. There's that Italian restaurant that I went to. Mm-hmm. They're doing this, uh, like, car parking. Mm-hmm. I can't speak. Um Parking lot. <laughs> I was trying to say park car. They're doing a parking lot like concert with like Ooh. local musicians. So we could do that. I could see if there's some tickets. What's we that? Do that? This weekend. It's Saturday and Sunday. Ooh. In the evening. And there's live music and food and drinks. Ooh, I'd be down for that. I'll look into it. Okay. Well, that is all for shooting the shit um, on this lovely, lovely, uh, twin episode and hump day it's oh yeah we filmed this on hump day mm-hmm. um so yeah i'll say goodbye for now this is your host jane and my lovely guest mara you want to say goodbye goodbye everyone goodbye everyone it's an honor <laughs> and a privilege and a privilege and a blessing <laughs> that too yeah but have a wonderful night stay safe Stay healthy, stay cozy, and I think that's about it. Stay loving. Yes, yeah, stay loving. Stay kind to yourself. Ooh, I just got real deep Yeah, real sun to you. I don't like that. Yeah, stay kind to yourself. <laughs> stay kind to others. Um, yeah. I think just just look out for look out for each other, especially right now with everything going on in our world. Not just here in the U.S., but around the around the world. Check in with people. Yeah, check in with people, whether that be a text, a phone call, a FaceTime, a physical hug if you get to live with them. I'll give Mara a hug right now. Does that feel good? Ew. <laughs> Does that feel good? Yeah, I'm a yeah. hugger. You're a hugger. You're a lover. Uh, that I am. You are. Okay, well, yeah. Signed off for now. See you next time on Shooting the Shit.